It's Tuesday, February 22nd, 2011. Uh, we'll look firstly, it's the scene of utter devastation. Deadly earthquake in New Zealand. Aging dams at risk in the U.S. 50 million environmental refugees by 2020 and other cheerful news from America's scientists. Plus, the Wisconsin governor's attack on labor and renewable energy brought to you by the billionaire Koch brothers. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Last week we debated global warming. Two of the people did not believe in it. Oh, no, one person didn't believe in it. Two of them didn't believe in evolution. Uh, <laughs> you know, the good thing about science is that it's true whether or not you believe in it. You see, that's the, that's the thing. O'Neill deGrasse Tyson, just because you're an astrophysicist doesn't mean you know everything in the universe. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, as we broadcast today, very disturbing news this morning out of Christchurch, New Zealand. Indeed. I don't think we can uh, go past the fact that we may well be witnessing New Zealand's darkest day. Uh, the death toll I have at the moment is 65, and that may rise. Uh, so look, it's um, an absolute tragedy. That was New Zealand Prime Minister John Key on the 6.3 earthquake that struck near Christchurch, New Zealand, midday on Tuesday. So far, the death toll remains at 65, and more are still trapped under the rubble with aftershocks complicating rescue efforts. This was the second major earthquake to hit the city of Christchurch since last September. And if we had everything uh, on our side at the last earthquake in terms of the timing, uh, in the middle of the night where people weren't around. It's been the polar opposite this time. The earthquake struck at uh, 10 to uh, 1. It's been a very busy time. There have been a lot of people about, people at work, people shopping, kids at school. And that has uh, had a uh, very significant impact. Officials say that because the earthquake's epicenter this time was shallow, it has caused extensive damage to the city center and will require possibly months to recover. Natural disasters like this put the spotlight on infrastructure resilience and holds warnings for the United States. Yet another new study underscores previous reports that America's aging infrastructure is badly in need of investment. Approximately 5% of the nation's dams are said to be in critical need of repair. That's 5%, which may not sound like much, but that adds up to being over over more than 4,000 dams in the United States considered susceptible to failure, according to the Association of State Dam Safety Officials. Repairs would cost billions of dollars, and that's pretty difficult in these budget-busting times. While infrastructure investment has broad political support, the Republican majority in the House has reduced funding for all government expenditures, including infrastructure. And they've been blocking this needed spending. I'm reminded of the warning several years ago about our bridges, that prior to that devastating collapse up in Minnesota a few years back. We seem to have forgotten about that as we're in the middle of this uh, political sturm and drang about spending. These issues have real-life consequences, and yet we seem to wait until disaster strikes before we ever do anything about it in this country. And sometimes not even then. Another study, this one released at the annual meeting of the American Association for the Advancement of Science over the weekend, warns governments they need to prepare for population growth in developing countries, leading to strains on global resources. Researchers at the nonprofit Population Council gave quite the stunning quote, the earth will become unrecognizable by the year 2050, they said, as growing incomes lead those in developing countries to adopt a resource-intensive Western lifestyle and a Western diet requiring more meat production just 
just as climate change is predicted to seriously impact agricultural yields. More warnings that we can immediately begin to ignore. And another cheerful study from the American Society meeting predicting 50 million environmental refugees will flood into the global north in 10 years by the year 2020, citing a sharp increase in the flow of migrants from countries plagued by war and drought over just the last year and spurred by events like months of riots that led to unrest in Tunisia. The researchers predict more of the same in the next 10 years as extreme weather events cause crop failures and food shortages. That's definitely a warning that needs to be ignored immediately. And finally, in Wisconsin, where public employees are fighting an attempt by newly elected Republican Governor Scott Walker to strip them of their collective bargaining rights, there is a green news connection. The billionaire Koch brothers. The billionaire Koch brothers are corporate titans who have been using their vast wealth to fund right-wing causes. Among the biggest funders of the Republicans, the Tea Party and AstroTurf anti-environmental groups, according to Mother Jones, the Koch brothers were the biggest funders of Governor Scott Walker's campaign. Through maximum direct cash contributions to his campaign and millions in funding advertising from outside groups. The Kochs own multiple high-polluting industries in the state, and Governor Walker's proposals are pushing renewable energy companies out of Wisconsin. So Koch Industries has a huge stake. They give thousands and thousands of dollars to the governor. He gets elected and does their bidding. Who could have ever foreseen it? For much more on that and the stories we did not get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're at our website, please consider a donation to continue our listener-supported radio here on the Green News Report. For some reason, the Koch brothers haven't given us a penny, but you can. That's greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.